got an in-depth discussion coming up, and that's looking at how colleges and universities are preparing students to become social innovation leaders. Our guest host is Gloria Larson, president of Bentley University in our Bloomberg 1200 studio in Boston. And Bentley, of course, a strategic partner of Bloomberg Radio. Gloria, great to be talking with you um, again. And I love this subject because we certainly at Bloomberg talk so much about bottom lines, typically financial bottom lines when it comes to companies and situations. But what we see with this current and upcoming generation is they care more about other things. It's not just about making money. Absolutely. To me, this is the generation that has defined triple bottom line thinking. They're all about people on our planet, even as they also care about profit when they go into companies. And what's great is now that they become more and more a majority of the workforce, 75 percent by 2025, they're helping to define that bottom line in a very different way for companies. Companies are having to respond. And I think most of the companies are trying at this juncture to rise to the occasion. You know, we're going to talk a little bit more about what you guys are doing specifically uh, at, at Bentley, but how often do you have students coming up to you, Glory, to say, you know, this is what I really care about, you know, how can we shape this form of study, you know, to kind of have a more, you know, social awareness, if you will, to kind of incorporate what students really want? Well, I think it's been happening organically at Bentley, which is, of course, a business university for mm-hmm. a very long time. We have a nonprofit minor uh, so that our kids in the management studies area can look into organizations that they might want to work for when they leave that aren't profit-driven enterprise. We have an entrepreneurship minor, uh, which can go for-profit or non-profit. Many, think of the kids who are starting businesses now. Right. Many of them want them to be about the environment. They want them to be about social enterprise, and they certainly want them to be about good governance. So I think it's happening in a way that the students are driving more and more of the direction that we're taking. Business studies no longer mean core business disciplines. It means a lot more than that. Well, and again, the ideas are coming from our kids and they particularly are coming from our civic engagement group. Service learning at Bentley is such a huge core part of what we want our kids to graduate with. And remember, they're coming out of high school with a bent in this direction, too. They've already done volunteer work in high school. They're not just about raising money. They're about doing good as well. And I think that's what's changed so much uh, in terms of what they now expect businesses to care about. So in other words, when they're looking for a position somewhere, they get their degree at Bentley and they move on or they're doing an internship, they're looking at what uh, the company stands for and how they're incorporating into their own programs social responsibility and the like. You know what we find? We find that the students interview the companies they're interested in about what they're doing when it comes to social enterprise and when it comes to volunteer work and how the companies are impacting the communities they operate in. But we also find that the employers who are coming to Bentley, whether they're big for accounting firms um, or startup companies in the tech world, they find themselves most interested in what our kids have been doing by way of civic engagement. They know that they've got great business skill sets. That's what Bentley does. But what they care about on the resume is what the kids have been doing to make the world a better place because they think they're taking those business capabilities out in new directions that are making an impact, and they're right about that. How did the financial crisis, you think, kind of impact some of their thinking? You know, I think it impacted in a very big way. I think that it really drove home that a strong moral compass, that thinking about ethics, that thinking in terms of of how am I going to write what looked like a pretty listing ship when you think about the global uh, difficulties 
that, that we faced coming out of the recession and during the recession. Uh, so I think kids are coming through school thinking, you know what, we don't want to be part of scandal-ridden companies. Far <laughs> from that. It's the other end of the spectrum. They actually want to work for companies that, again, yes, have a bottom line imperative, but understand our students, through their prism, they believe that companies do better by doing well by the communities that they're working in. All right, we want to talk um, a little bit more about what you folks are doing at Bentley. Uh, I want to bring in Jonathan White. He's director of the Center for Service Learning and Civic Engagement at Bentley University. He joins uh, Gloria Larson in our Bloomberg 1200 studio in Boston. Uh, talk to us a little bit more, Jonathan, specifically, Gloria, touching upon it, about what you folks are doing at Bentley to really get students uh, to be the next generation of leaders, you know, social innovation leaders. I kind of love that phrase. Such a pleasure to be here, and thanks so much for tackling this important topic. It's exciting. Um, what we're doing at Bentley, uh, we're very proud of. We are one of the places where service learning was founded, the, the national movement, and have one of the larger service learning programs in the country. We send about 1,000 students out into the community out of a student body of about 4,000 every single year for 20-plus hour commitments through coursework with about 100 faculty across disciplines involved. And our students are out there working on everything that you might think from mentoring and tutoring uh, and after-school programs and working with elders to uh, doing organizational consultancies, taking the business skills that they're learning at Bentley uh, and applying those in the real world to the social good. It's pretty exciting stuff and every day surrounded by dozens and, and, and dozens of students who um, really see that the intersectionalities between business and civic need to be made stronger, uh, and this is where they want to move forward. So, Jonathan, when I think about this, um, I think about the growing number of our kids who are saying, I liked this so much, this has so many personal rewards attached to it, and I can see the good I'm doing, who then want to take it into uh, not the nonprofit world. We just got a half-million-dollar grant from the Yaki Foundation to do exactly that. Super excited about this grant we just got, Gloria, from the Yaki Foundations. Uh, we're going to be able to take this grant and be able to offer our students stipended civic internships so that they can go on to the nonprofit or unpaid uh, social enterprise internships and kind of learn the skills on the job that they want to be better civic leaders. And our students are pushing us in these directions. They really want to develop the skills at Bentley through their fusion coursework, fusion of business and liberal studies, through their civic engagement, through uh, the center that I run. They, they're forcing us. They're, they're begging us. They want to figure out how to take the social problems that they're learning about and have more access to than any generation prior due to the information age and how they can take the skills they're learning in business school not only to make money for themselves but actually sometimes even more so trying to figure out how to take those skills for the social good. We're talking with Jonathan White, director of the Center for Service Learning and Civic Engagement at Bentley University along with our guest host Gloria Larson, president of Bentley University. Jonathan, I'm thinking of, you know, I, we often have these conversations especially when we're talking about a younger generation, millennials, um, you know, we've seen past generations march on Washington, civil rights, women's rights in the 1960s. What's unique or different with, our, with the current younger generation students in terms of what they're demanding uh, about, you know, social awareness, social consciousness? Yeah, such a such an insightful question, and 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 I think actually this generation gets kind of a bad rap. And what's what's happened is that they have so much access to so many different issues. So as opposed to a singular issue like the civil rights movement or the women's rights 
movement, ERA movement, uh, or whatnot. They have so much diversity of what they're tackling, but we know from research actually that this generation is tackling more issues in more ways than any generation prior. Um, and so I do think that they get a bad rap. And what they're doing now is they're combining in a really savvy way. They're taking a look at some of the companies who have been leading in the direction, you know, fear trade companies like Lake Champlain and Divine bringing us chocolate or Global Mamas and Cosgear bringing us clothes and crafts and Dean's Beans and Runer bringing us coffee and tea or Ben & Jerry's bringing us right. fully fear trade ice cream. And then you've got B Corps uh, and you've got green technologies. And these are all the new generation of business leaders coming up and saying to us, it's not good enough to just do triple bottom line, people profit, plan it in a way where profit kind of sits above people and planet. They have to be all on the same plane. And so profit has to come from doing good, creating good companies through social enterprise, social innovation, green technologies, fair trade, and all of these kind of intersectionalities. So we're right. going to create our profit through the greater good. Gloria, you know, I do also wonder about the role of social media in that, right? It has made the world smaller. And, and we can be so much, exa yeah. exactly. And that's made it, you know, much more front and center, if you will, for this generation, really for everyone. Yeah, I completely agree with that. That's why I think that it's not surprising that our students are our best focus group. They're our customers. They're the ones who are telling us, you know, Know, look, these are trends in the world. These are things they see up close what's happening with drought in Africa or what's happening with issues anywhere in the world, and it makes it instantly ac accessible, but this is the generation that then wants immediately to do something about it. So here's my concern, if I have one, and why I think universities have a much bigger role to play in what Jonathan's doing is so important, because the companies he just mentioned are phenomenal, but they're still out of the mainstream. And what I think um, is of concern to me is that mainstream companies, certainly the large corporate world, although they believe in corporate social responsibility, that's starting to feel a little old school. I think our, they're going to see millennials and their younger siblings, the Z generation, actually demand more and more, that they take more of a front row seat beyond simply raising funds to do good things and actually helping to solve bigger world problems. I love it. I love the combination. Um, Gloria Larson, president of Bentley University. She's going to stay with us. Jonathan, thank you so much. Jonathan White, director of the Center for Service Learning and Civic Engagement at Bentley University, will continue talking about how colleges and universities are getting students ready to become social innovation leaders. You are listening to Bloomberg Markets. I'm Carol Master in our Bloomberg 1130 studio in New York City. Go back a few years, maybe a decade or two, and it felt as though the mission of many college students was to make a lot of money. The crisis hit, and safe to say that experience along with a few other factors, has had an impact on a younger generation. Universities and companies are well working, really, to help create and foster a workforce that wants and demands a more socially sensitive and in-tune environment. We're taking an in-depth look at that and how colleges and universities, and companies for that matter, are preparing students to become social innovation leaders. Stephen Kennedy is Vice President of Leadership Programs and University Relations at Synchrony Financial in our Bloomberg 1200 studio in Boston, along with our guest host, Gloria Larson, president of Bentley University. Stephen, safe to say every company or senior executive when asked would say that they look at their company policies and how they run their business through an ethical lens. And I'm stealing that phrase from Gloria because I love it. Um, but what's been amped up in, in that regard because your younger millennial workforce demands it? Yeah, no, thank you so much for, uh, for inviting me to join you guys today. We, um, It's an interesting question, right? Millennials today new grads today have moved uh, from a focus just on profit to purpose. And I think it's uh, organizations like ours, like Synchrony Financial, 
have a new burden to um, to demonstrate to these the new generation, to those students, to those new hires, to those new employees that. Uh, we are taking our commitment to community and citizenship across the country, across the globe, seriously, um, and that's a that's a big um, it's a big burden, it's a big weight, it's a big um, and important mission that um, that we we take on and we take very seriously, especially here at Synchrony. So just saying that um, doesn't do the trick. You have to prove it to millennials who are going to want to see the <laughs> evidence of it. So how are you building credibility with the group of hires in the last five years? Yeah, you know, we, um, we're very lucky. We've built an incredible and, and we think pretty unique program at Synchrony. So it's part of our two-year leadership development program that we call the Business Leadership Program. As part of that, our uh, our class rotates over the course of those two years, learns the business inside and out. But it's not enough just to learn the business. We want to stress upon each participant the importance of community. And so we actually have built a one-month uh, sabbatical-like experience uh, and community service um, experience that our, our participants will go through. So they go out. We charge them to go into the community. They're there right now this month of June. They are uh, supporting more than 20 different uh, projects at 15 nonprofits across the country, uh, developing and working in teams, cross-functional teams, uh, to leave an impact on the communities where we live and where we work. Let me ask you, too, um, Stephen, and we're talking with Stephen Kennedy, VP of Leadership Programs and University Relations at Synchrony Financial, along with Gloria Larson, president of Bentley University. Stephen, what's the payoff that you see for your company in providing an environment that incorporates social responsibility into its kind of corporate mandate and culture? You know, it's not just the talk, like Gloria was just mentioned. You know, you're also doing the walk. What's the payoff for the company for the workers? You know, I think one of the things that we look at is, um, is long-term retention. We like to say that employees that serve together stay together. Uh, and so there, there are reports and there's data. Uh, I think it was Deloitte that shared that, you know, those uh, individuals uh, or millennials believe that uh, companies who are more charitable and focused on community, those uh, they are more likely to retain employees uh, beyond the five-year mark, uh, which I know uh, millennials and, and Gen Z, as we're talking about, have a wrap for, for job hopping and moving around. But I think when we, we can think about binding them to uh, purpose and binding them to community and binding them to one another uh, and creating that shared sense of, uh, of purpose uh, as a group and as, a, as an organization, I think that's where, uh, where we will ultimately win and that's where we'll ultimately retain uh, for the longer term. So are you seeing other companies start to do this? I mean, this is pretty edgy, innovative stuff. Um, it still feels like new frontier compared to volunteering for the United Way or just taking part of funds from your paycheck, which is a fabulous thing. This takes that one step further. It does. You know, and, and you know, there's not another organization that we've seen that is doing it in the exact same way. But we're seeing, and I think this is important, I think organizations need to create what's organic and authentic for them. And so what works for us may not work for another organization. But uh, you know, we believe in this top-down and bottom-up approach, right? It needs to be, and, and citizenship needs to be a, uh, a process that is created and led uh, both by the voice of the employee and also by the leadership of the organization. And so we see companies building models that are unique to them, uh, but certainly, uh, you know, we you have to be authentic in, in what you develop. Our, our participants, we like to give them a voice in what they do. And so beyond this very cool one-month experience that we have, uh, we actually said to them, you know, we have this month of caring. Uh, and so we as an organization have, uh, last this past April was our month of caring. Go out and, and create an experience and, and make an impact in a way that's important to you. And, and collectively, as a group of new graduates, uh, they did over 200 hours of volunteerism at more than 30 organizations in a 30-day time period. I think that 
speaks to the level of, of um, importance that volunteerism and citizenship plays to today's new grads. How do you balance, though, kind of going back to, you know, a company, especially if you're a publicly held company, right? You know, you're answering to shareholders, you're an- answering to investors on a daily basis, but also kind of with a mission of doing the right thing. For sure. And, you know, I think when, you know, we, we let off today talking a little bit about purpose, right? I think mm-hmm. our purpose at Synchrony, you know, we like to say we pioneer the future of financing, improving the success of every business we serve and the quality of each life that we touch. That serves as our North Star. And so that, that very much relates to uh, to our, our volunteer mission, to our citizenship mission, but it also uh, relates back to our business. And I think we are trying to build a citizenship platform uh, and I would charge all businesses to build a citizenship platform that, that fits in line with the mission and, and goals of the organization. And so for us, we're focused on working families, um, but for other organizations, that may be different. You know, Carol, I think one of the additional uh, opportunities here is that, that other companies may start to look at is that this is another avenue for building next generation leadership skills mm-hmm. in the younger workers that you have around you. So there's sort of the traditional models for that, but this has a lot of potential to be a faster track for not only doing social good in the community, but also for adding the skills capabilities. Well, that's really fascinating to think about that, right, in terms of how that affects that process. Stephen, do you see any signs of that in terms of what you guys are doing at Synchrony? Absolutely. Um, you know, so we're trying to build, and I think most organizations are trying to to move toward experiential development, right? Yeah. And so for us, this is very much a key component of that that experience and that ability to um, to create learning opportunities from different non-traditional or in non-traditional avenues. So, you know, for us, when we have folks that are going out into the community and, and giving back, they're focused on communication. They're learning responsibility. Most importantly, they're they're focused on empathy. You know, today's mm-hmm. leaders need to be empathetic. Uh, and so for us, you know, they're getting a chance to go out, work in teams, develop those coaching skills, providing feedback both at the peer level but also to our nonprofits and also to our organization. So the skills that they're able to develop uh, in a very short amount of time are incredibly powerful and we believe are going to serve them well on their journey to become future leaders inside the organization. And if I may, Stephen, what do you need from universities, the likes of Bentley University and others? Well, you know, I will say uh, Bentley does it right. And we've got uh, you, you spoke with Jonathan and, and what the university is doing with its uh, service learning program and and building a culture of, of giving back uh, and serving communities and citizenship is, is really powerful. You know, what I'd say to universities is give your students uh, the opportunities talk to them about how they can get involved in their local communities and talk to them at the career service level about how to parlay that experience into the real world. You know, I think sometimes there's a gap that can exist between what I'm doing in the community and how do I relate that back to a corporate atmosphere. And, you know, the skills that they're learning are incredibly relevant and related to to what we want in the in the corporate setting. Right. Talk to those students and help them understand how they can transition and use those those experiences to get them the careers that they're looking for. I think for a long time people thought there had to be a choice, doing well. Absolutely. <laughs> and then doing good. Absolutely. Uh, and you can really combine both of it. Um, fun to have you here with us. Stephen Kennedy, Vice President of Leadership Programs and University Relations at Synchrony Financial in our Bloomberg 1200 studio in Boston. We're going to come back. Gloria Larson and myself, president of Bentley University. You are listening to Bloomberg Markets. Carol Masser in our Bloomberg 1200, uh, in our 11.30 studio, in our Bloomberg 1200 studio, of course. Gloria Larson, president of Bentley University. Bentley is a strategic partner of Bloomberg Radio. And joining the conversation, Sam Vagar. He's executive director of the Boston-based Millennium Campus Network. It's a nonprofit working to support and train the next generation of social impact leaders. So let's bring Sam in. Um, you know, Sam, 
we've heard this in the past, it takes a village to raise our children. And that's kind of also true in providing the environment necessary to get students to become social innovation leaders. Talk about your role in this. Absolutely. Well, thank you for having me on. The context for this uh, for me was at 19 years old learning that 1.2 billion people live on less than $1.25 a day in extreme poverty. And that includes 385 million children, uh, especially young girls lacking access to education, to health care, and opportunities for economic mobility. Uh, we want to make those opportunities the norm, not the exception. And so at 19, I cold called uh, Jeff Sachs after reading this book, The End of Poverty, and uh, met with his team in New York City two days later, said, look, I'm a college sophomore. I don't have all the answers, but I know our generation can do more. And six months later, we had our first Millennium Campus Conference at MIT. A thousand student leaders participated from around the world with Paul Farmer, Jeff Sachs, John Legend, the head of USAID, Paul, Jeff, and John joined our board of advisors, and we launched MCN and have now been on this decade-long journey. So, Sam, this has been just catching on like wildfire on, on college campuses, but I recently read a survey, the data points that concern me, that volunteerism is not being given enough uh, weight by companies when they're making their hiring decisions. So we know the great companies like Patagonia feel very differently about it, but how do we make this much more mainstream in the thinking of, say, the Fortune 500? Yeah, I think it starts with higher ed. I think it's a responsibility of institutions, and I'm glad Bentley University is at the forefront of this because, you know, more and more students are demanding this kind of education. We saw it in the Gallup-Purdue uh, Index of 2014, and we've seen gaps that are pointed to uh, with respect to mentorship and experiential education. And, and that's where we need to fill in those gaps. And uh, I'll just share that we've worked directly for a decade with 5,500 undergrads from 300 universities around the world. And 83% of our alums are now in social impact careers. And that doesn't mean nonprofit. That means social enterprise, nonprofits, and, and frankly, on Wall Street. And so uh, students really understand that it is not binary between nonprofit and for-profit anymore. Uh, social change takes the markets, government, nonprofit working in sync together. It is. It's all about partnerships. I feel like more so. I, you know, I, I was kind of kidding about it takes a village, but it really does. I feel like to to shape our individuals, shape students, shape kids, um, but to really get the leaders that we need globally uh, for the generations to come. Absolutely, and I think the key is especially with higher education and uh, as a society, the responsibilities to take what we're learning inside the classroom and help students apply it outside. And the reason why I'm thrilled to be here with Gloria and with Bentley is because this is an institution that's done this work for a quarter century. And that's what we really need universities to focus on is how do we take what students are learning in the classroom, get out there in community in meaningful ways, lead with empathy and humility, cultivate ethical leadership in those formative years when students are forming their identities, their political identities, their careers, who they're going to become. And that's really, I think, the responsibility we have as a society to millennials and to Gen Z. You know, I think it would be great, and maybe you've seen this done uh, in pilot projects, but beyond majoring in social entrepreneurship or nonprofit, um, is there a way to more formally acknowledge this type of education and training? I think that would be enormously helpful. Well, I, I think 
one of the things we've seen is um, a trend towards systems entrepreneurship. So there's been this huge focus on social entrepreneurship. And in recent years, the Rockefeller Foundation, Jeff Walker, many others have written extensively on systems entrepreneurship. And it's not really new. It's a reflection of how so, uh, society has progressed over time. Our staff has been looking at uh, the history of apartheid and how it was ended and how Nelson Mandela and colleagues worked together to affect change. And it didn't just take uh, singular organizations. It took a real movement, a movement across the public and private sector. And so I think for universities that are kind of grappling with where our politics are today and trying to help young people come together across the political spectrum, it's really helping students understand power, um, how to pull levers of power to affect change in the communities they're a part of. And that can happen, I think, in an interdisciplinary way across uh, almost every major. Politics has really played a factor here, has it not? One hundred percent, and that—that's something. <laughs> the understatement that, of the day. <laughs> I, I, I've been on a tour across campuses this spring, and I have to tell you, I mean, students are looking for ways across the spectrum to affect change on uh, issues related to refugees, to the climate. So many issues that students are thinking about, and they realize I don't just want to start my own new venture. I want to think about how to affect policies and make sure policies work for people. You know, Carol, you alluded to this earlier with the comment about social media. I feel like we've added an incredible accelerant to social media <laughs> yes. and to the, the impact it can have positively, um, not just negatively. Yeah, no, I think that's a. I think that's so true. I mean, you know, Sam, talk to us a little bit too about some of the things that people have gone on to. Yeah, so we have. Um we have alums working in nonprofits, for profits, and government. We have alums like Nisha McCray, who graduated 2014 from MIT, had job offers from Google and Facebook and everywhere you could imagine, and started her own social enterprise teaching design thinking, design thinking to teens in Cape Town, South Africa, and teens in Boston. She used her uh, do-it-yourself solar power USB charger that she developed, brings it to the teens, they build it in an hour, and then she invites them to actually uh, create their own products and pitch competitions. She's now done this with a thousand youth around wow. the world. So leaders like Nisha, uh, Toby Norman, who's just won a Schwab Foundation Social Entrepreneur of the Year Award. Um, he's created a biometric scanner with SimPrints. So in a lot of countries where IDing people is a real challenge across education and health verticals, he's actually created a piece of hardware to solve for that. And these are people in their 20s, millennials, who are really taking the lead and thinking about how they can constructively uh, really improve the communities they care about. And I think mainstream media like Forbes 30 Under 30 are helping tremendously to make this, again, just much more part of um, everyday regular thinking. It then becomes part of the ethic. This, yeah, exactly, Gloria. This is part of our identity. I mean, this is how we want to be branded and associated. And I think more and more of us get it. Uh, and when higher education and companies get that and, and really lead with us and help us, Wow. Uh, the potential yeah. is massive. Yeah, not the exception, right? It's becoming more uh, the norm, which is really wonderful to see. Sam, nice to, to hear about uh, what you guys are doing. Uh, Sam Vega, he's executive director of the Boston-based Millennium Campus Network. It's a nonprofit, as I mentioned earlier, uh, working to support and train the next generation of social impact leaders. You can check out more on their website. You're listening to Bloomberg Markets. My co-host has been uh, Gloria Larson of Bentley University. You know, Gloria, I think about you know your tenure at Bentley and you've seen, um, you know, certain things evolve, politi you know, politically, our economy, um, the student body, right, in terms of what, what they want out of their education. 
Yeah, that's been the most exciting part because they've evolved in really positive ways. And there's no better place to test them than a standalone business university where 20 or 30 years ago, um, the bottom line would have been the bottom line. Now it's decidedly people planet and what can be done about that while also making companies run better. So I also think we're seeing a movement with uh, with um, uh, activism on the part of shareholders. I mean, think about it, environmental, social mm-hmm. impact, uh, governance, good governance. That used to be so much on the fringe. And I think that's going to help with the tipping point on this, too. It's yeah. all front and center. And I think universities are exactly the central core I, you know, entity that should be pushing this in more aggressive ways. Well, and the data kind of, you know, bears all of this out. I just think about, you know, how when something like a socially conscious, you know, form of study was, you know, one or two courses in a university, and now it really has kind of been woven into the fabric of an education. It's like having women in the workplace. Suddenly everybody's realizing, <laughs> It's Carol, not a bad that, idea, that, everybody. No, <laughs> that, that by doing social good, you're going to do really well as well. <laughs> um, I am curious what you see in your, in your graduates, and I know you guys just had a graduation, you know, that in terms of continuing that study, you know, thinking about something more than the financial bottom line, they continue it in their graduate work. Well, we're going to continue looking for that impact. I mean, more and more students are saying, um, this is what I want to do. And I understand I need business skill sets in order to affect positive change. I think that's the tipping point that we're most aware of. Um, And every day I see it. Frankly, I see it in our most mainstream of graduates. They all think this way today. And so when I think about future leadership, it's really happening now. I think the future leaders are already with us, and they're showing that every day. And Sam's one of them. What's really striking, too, is some of the data points. And I know you've shared them, you know, with us in just the terms in terms of people students who will refuse a job because they just don't agree agree with either the culture you know or the thinking of a company it could be a great job but if they don't agree with it if it's not a good fit on a social level um they're not going to take it. You know, those waters got tested even 20 years ago with what we now think of as part of the antiquity of of cause advertising. So much of it turned out to not be real. These days you can uncover the unreal really quickly. And so companies have to be they have to be credible. They have to be credible in what they're doing and the students, the millennials if you know there there are many things including um, they've got a lot of bravado and they aren't afraid to ask the hard questions. What are you doing and show me. It's this is a show me generation and I think in most respects that's a very good thing. And I think it's making um, older generations think very differently about they want these millennials to be the next leaders. They want to retain them. They want their loyalty. There's one way to do that, and that's to show them that they really care about people and planet. And you see that in the conversations that you have with the folks that are recruiting on your campus, right? Absolutely. I've seen data that shows that employers don't, really aren't making this connection. Honest to God, that is not the experience at Bentley. Um, our kids quiz them. They want our kids because they're, they have great business <laughs> skill sets, but they also want them because the kids are asking the right questions, um, and companies get it. This is, this is how the companies not just want to be perceived, it's how the companies want to be. They're definitely not bashful. I like how they're pushing. Pushing for change, it's a good thing. Um, Gloria, thank you so much. Really enjoyed this. Gloria Larson, president of Bentley University in our Bloomberg 1200 studio in Boston. And of course, Bentley, a strategic partner of Bloomberg Radio. We've been looking at how colleges and universities are preparing students to become social innovation leaders. Gloria, thank you so much.